Hello and welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. This is Mikey. I wanted to record a disclaimer prior to today's episode. This episode was recorded a few months ago prior to the coronavirus pandemic, and we wanted to put a disclaimer that some of the topics covered may be sensitive for some of our listeners. We wish you all well, and please try and stay safe. Thank you. Welcome to Pop Culture Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. Hi, Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So today we're going to have a little bit of a different episode. We're going to talk about the most ways people have died in history. Cool! But we are going to talk about pop culture things related to these things. So it does fit (gasps) the theme of our show. But it's it's a little bit of a history lesson here about some of the ways that, you know, people have died. Originally, this topic came up was because when we first started doing the show, we were kind of listing episodes, and I texted Ron and Matt, and I just said, what do you think, I was like, do you think that gravity has killed the most people in history? And what I mean by that is people <laughs> falling. So, mm-hmm. like, they fall because of gravity, so thus is gravity the biggest killer in history. But there's no it's way to... It's a serial killer. There's no way to ever prove it. You can't. There's no statistics to say what... If how if that's true or not, I would think it's up there. I think Top that's 10. bullshit though, because people are always during Shark Week. They always go, "Well, you know that a coconut has killed more people than a shark per year." She's like, "Shut the fuck up, asshole!" But, but look yeah. at how many people fall. Exactly. So I'm thinking gravity. You know, yeah. so that's plus the truth. coconut thing is also gravity too. Oh my god, I didn't. That's. Oh my god. What? Yeah. I That's a great point. Ron's brain. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> oh. um, so as we were doing research for this episode, uh, I learned a lot about the different things that has killed people throughout history. And Mike's about to be a downer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to make it as not depressing as possible. But uh, pretty much you have the, the main categories of disease, war, and natural disaster that pretty much round it out. Because gravity... At least some of these you have some statistics to, to back, but like gravity you don't, and... Not yet. Not yet. Mm. Like I'm sure gravity, fires, you know, just straight up, I don't even know, like straight up, like, I guess not murder. Murder could be up there. I mean, it could be. I guess. I, I really think gravity is number one, but I there's no way to prove it. And it's like debatable, but like, well... They slipped and fell, but is it like the terrain? Could that be a natural? Like, I don't want to get into that. Or it's the wife's knife that he fell on. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and she and he ran into it ten times. Not guilty. <laughs> it's a reference to the musical Chicago. Let us know at Pop Culture Fed if you understood that reference. So it's estimated that throughout humanity's existence on Earth, that 100 billion humans were born from the time of beginning of humanity to present in total. Jesus. Oh my God. So today's Earth population is about 7.5 billion people. That's a lot of ghosts. So... <laughs> Damn it, right? 93 billion to be exact. 
It's the line of the night already. Damn it. <laughs> so, the first category that you know, uh, came up was disease. And there's various forms of disease. Uh, most people, I think, would say that the flu has killed most people or mm-hmm. killed, continues to be the, one of the deadliest diseases out there. But, according, according to a Wall Street Journal article from 2010... There was one disease that was responsible for half of all human deaths since the Stone Age. Can you take a guess what it is without reading the notes? I think I know what it is because the movie slash TV show that I picked to go along with this probably ties right into this. Is it the plague? Is it the walking dead? Is it cardiovascular disease? (laughs) No. Is it the common cold? No. Oh my god, then I don't freaking know. Um it's malaria. SARS? Oh malaria. Oh wow. <laughs> malaria, they say, is responsible malaria kills about two million people per year. And they say malaria has been responsible for, for half. So half of the hundred billion people that died died from some kind of complication related to malaria. That's bonkers. Right? I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Even if it's not half, per se, it's still up there as that one disease. You, I would imagine, I don't know why, I don't know anything about body chemistry and biology, but what did we have developed, like all the people that lived, developed an immunity to it and like passed that down? So no, yeah. because I'm... I guess yeah, malaria is evolving too. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, but the I thing mean, is you also got to remember, I mean, if you get malaria, I mean, what are the odds that you die? Probably pretty high. Yes. That's true too, but there's people that also were around people who had malaria and didn't get it. Yeah, that's just how you have to be lucky with a lot. So of... we, so we just Human need to beings... breed the pe- <laughs> We need to breed the people that survived malaria. I mean, that's what we're doing, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> and then malaria just keeps coming back. <laughs> well, there's one disease that isn't coming back because it's the only disease that we we're ever able to eradicate from nature, and that's smallpox. Hey, man, with with anti-vaxxers, don't count them out. Yeah, I was just about to say. (laughs) No, I think they just got rid of smallpox. I thought smallpox... No, no, you can't, like, eradicate a disease like that. They they did. I thought smallpox was, like, coming back. Like, hipsters were, like, getting into smallpox again. (laughs) Yeah, have you ever heard of smallpox? I'm really into it, man. Yeah, man, I just got some smallpox blankets the other day. (laughs) Smallpox has killed an estimate 300... To 500 million people in the 20th century. Manifest okay, destiny, I, baby. Okay, Woo! hold on one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna intern this. Uh, deaths by smallpox per year. The sad it's thing is, crazy. as as our intern is googling this, the first thing that comes up is deaths by by smallpox vaccine. So, oh yeah. boy. So while Ron's looking up smallpox diseases, uh, our our intern is our intern. Sorry, please. The first reported case of smallpox was around 400 BC. How did they figure that out? They wrote it down, the symptoms and the signs, and that's what passed down. Sure, <laughs> that's how they did anything back then. Smallpox actually also defeated more Aztecs than cannons by the Spanish. Yeah, um, I was going to make a joke about blankets, but I already did. Okay, yeah, so smallpox is not, it's 
not completely eradicated, but I don't think that there's been a major like case of it in a while. Because just la- just a few months ago, a, a Russian lab apparently had a problem with smallpox. Great. So, yeah. Um, here's a disturbing one. Uh, the Spanish flu killed 50 to 100 million people mm-hmm. within between 1918 and 1919. Uh, and then it just disappeared shortly thereafter. Damn. And like, it was just like, ah, I'm good. It just came and went. <laughs> I'm and out, nobody bro. Nobody <laughs> knows where it went, what happened, and why it didn't come back. Then there's the, the famous one, the Black Death, a.k.a. the Plague, which killed 75 million people between the 1300s and 1700s, and it caused chaos and havoc throughout Europe. It killed about 40% of Europe at yeah. the time. Oh, rats. Um, a more you recent get it? You disease... Get it? Take that, Brexit. <laughs> a more recent disease uh, within the 20th century that has killed about 25 million people worldwide uh, from 1980s to present is AIDS. Uh, Sub-Saharan Africa has the largest population with AIDS, and then second is Southeast Asia. The current origin of the AIDS virus and HIV is unknown. The two popular theories are the uh, that was passed on from primates and that the government made it. I'm not going to get into that. Mike, come on. (laughs) I'm not going to get into that. Just, nope. Not biting. Nope, not biting. Cholera <laughs> has killed hundreds of thousands of people since the 19th century. Oh, my God. in India and spread throughout the region. Due to steam power transportation and the ability for people to travel faster, so the disease travel faster. And then last on here is typhus, which originates from lice. Uh, it's been around since ancient times and has killed 3 million people between 1918 and 1922. And this is what wiped out, other than the freezing cold, most of Napoleon's forces in Russia. This is why you don't invade Russia in winter. I'd like to think that Typhus's first name is Mike. Hi, I'm Mike Typhus. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. So Somebody has to. Many forms and mediums in pop culture like to uh, take some ideas of for plot devices from various diseases and outbreaks. Damn straight. You got countless of movies, TV shows, and books uh, that talk about different kinds of uh, disease. The past, I don't know what, 10, 12 years, uh, zombie outbreaks have been quite popular. Yeah, how come you didn't mention zombie outbreaks? Because the one hasn't happened yet, on paper. Because the government hasn't allowed it to happen yet. Yes. Yeah, the government hasn't yet yet. You're right, Mark. You're right, Ron. The um the government does I mean the US Army has uh exercises though in the event of a zombie outbreak. Like drills and like they train Kill people. everyone in sight. No, this is a real thing. You can look it up. They <laughs> they have um Martial Law, that's what's the <laughs> most of the open fire. We have so... a plan, kill the poor. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> The um, fun fact about the army, the uh, the U.S. military has a um, uh, they they have a plan for every type of event and disaster. 
So even the poor are rising up. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Stop bringing up the poor, Rob. Um, I am have, one of them. <laughs> they do have an event, and most of it is to help people think outside the box. How would you do during a, a different type of drill or something similar? But uh, one of the popular ones that they released or talked about was a zombie outbreak. If one were to happen, they have a they have a plan. Kid, want to join the army? Kill some <laughs> zombies. <laughs> I mean that, and like I'm sure when aliens come, that's gonna be the first. Uh, and if you listen to our 2020 decades <laughs> prediction, <laughs> we all know what's gonna happen with the aliens. Yes, one of <laughs> we have two different opinions on it. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> I love you, Bailey. So some of the popular mediums uh a lot of the stuff originated in books uh the last ship the strain stephen king's the stand planet of the apes why the last man world war z i am legend um all these things originated from books from in book form and then later on moved to other forms of media other mediums like television and movies i think out of all of these to capture disease the best was probably Contagion, the movie with Matt Damon. I hear that was good. I've never honestly seen it, so I can't really say. But yeah, I, I hear that was pretty good. I was gonna say it's a good movie. It doesn't. It like nobody turns into zombies or anything, but it does show like what and it over dramatizes kind of what would happen if one of those super bugs got out and people just started dying and they didn't know what to do. Mm. And it, it doesn't. It, it tries not to uh, jump the shark or get really weird, you know. And at, at the end of the movie, the last uh, five minutes or so, it shows like who Patient Zero was and how it started. So, oh, okay, um, it's it was a good movie. I definitely recommend you watch it. It's on Hulu. I just had my intern Google it. So yeah, I'm gonna add that to my my list on Hulu. The contagion was inside you this whole time. <laughs> Uh, Children of Men too, was one that mm. I think I think Children of Men is a very great piece of cinema in general in terms of storytelling plot. Uh, it's a really well done movie. Uh, Children, of, have you seen it before I go into it? Of course not, Ronald. Uh, no, I don't watch any movies involving kids. Uh, well, actually, you would like this movie then because no children are born. Everybody is infertile. And they're having a population crisis. And then, well, actually, there is a kid because uh, at one point in the middle of the movie, um, they're trying to save a mother who has a, a baby. And. Spoilers. The humans that are left are, are fighting and killing each other for just resources. Um, but then when they kind of see the baby, they want to bring the baby to people who can help and really, at the end of the day, do experiments to see why this lady was able to give birth and nobody else could. So, um, but it's, it's a good movie. It's not very long. It sounds like a quiet place too. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, they fit. The trailer looked pretty dope. And then other one on here, the last ship, the, I never read the book, but the show, that was the TNT show, right? Yeah. It with McDreamy or no McSteamy, McSteamy, McDreamy, McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey. What? I think the old guy, the older guy, strong jawline. They both had, damn it, they both had strong jawlines. The one, the one not in Transformers. Oh, McSteamy. 
So is McSteamy? Yes, correct. Um, I know that we're Pop Culture Federation, so we should know all things pop culture, but I can't believe you guys just basically went on for a half a minute about freaking Grey's Anatomy and the hunks that were on it. <laughs> what about it? Great show. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It is. I'm sure it is. I mean, it's in its like 15th, 16th season, so... Meredith needs to get to Alzheimer's and die already. Come on, let's... How much anatomy... How much more anatomy can I go through? How to save a life... I mean, ER Scrub was you was at first. What, 93 to 2009? Medical dramas, like... People watch that shit. And it's great. Because you get to watch and go, Oh, glad that's not me! <laughs> um, the last ship... They are sent on... Well, the first season, anyway. They're sent on a mission to find um, a cure for a virus that they learn has just wiped out masses and masses of the population. And subsequent seasons are them dealing with the aftermath of what happens in trying to spread the cure. But uh, it's a very exaggerated way to show a superbug. But, um, I mean, if you... Kind of look at it. There was a show, a mini series or a mini thing. They didn't continue it called Containment. It's also on Netflix. Also very good. Where they quarantine a a town or like a part of a city because that's where the people who are infected and they can't come out. Mm -hmm. But eventually stuff happens. But uh, it just kind of shows what they would do in that situation. And it's a it's a similar virus that they have in Contagion. But um, also very good if you want to check that out. I have some. Uh, weekend to, to kill. What would be the worst symptom to die of? I have an answer. Like natural or like the worst way to die, period? Natural. Uh, Probably where you like drown in your own... Oh, I was going to say shitting my pants to death. Is that even possible? Shitting to yes. death? Yeah. Yeah, because you can dehydrate yourself by doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. What a lovely topic. <laughs> um, But, uh, so yeah, so those are... Do you have any favorites of pop culture things based off disease uh the first uh, season of the walking dead is fantastic television and they shouldn't have done anything past it the first eight episodes yes uh i concur yes it is fantastic television they also um do you see it in black and white i watched the first episode in black and white it's very good in black and white yeah it's really cool <laughs> they also ended the walking dead comic last year really yeah yeah <laughs> they, abruptly they're like by the way this is our last issue and it was like 70 pages <laughs> Everybody's like, wait, huh? Wait, what? That's it? And they ended it. Are they ever going to end the show? Do pe- People still watch the show, though, right? Still one of the highest rated cable shows on cable. Seriously? Yep. And what about the Dang. ratings for The Talking Dead? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're good enough where they keep Chris Hardwick employed. And what about its Pornhub spinoff, The Twerking Dead? I don't know. I am afraid to Google. Intern! Put safe search on and Google I mean, that. Walking Dead has done well enough where they're making a, a another spinoff. Gross. It's supposed to take place like 15 years in the future or something like that. Then how... Oh, oh, whatever. Okay. With different different part of the country. Different part okay. of... The... Is it the Northeast now? Did the Northeast bubble finally get the television show we deserve? I don't know. <laughs> they never know. make shows about the Northeast. It's either here or Europe. But I'm pretty sure it was here. We oui, we oui, they are zombies all over. They're still gonna film in Atlanta though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, tax breaks. Can can I just say my fa- my favorite piece? Is it my time to go? Yeah, Should yeah. I talk about my favorite like film or TV show that features some sort of disease? Yes. 
Is that cool? Um, yeah, so by far the number one killer of people per year is cardiovascular disease. And, you know, so that includes things like heart attacks. And I think my favorite piece of art that has a heart attack in it, or at least one of the main characters, is um, it has to be the big Lebowski when Donnie bites the bullet because it just comes out of nowhere. Cardiovascular disease affects everyone because he was clearly the in the best shape of the three of them. Like, you know, it, it just it can strike anywhere, anytime. So, yeah, the big Lebowski and cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease, 100%. That's, uh, that's, I have no words. What? What? Did he, die, did he die of a heart attack? And fucking the Big Lebowski? Yeah, it's been a minute since I saw it. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's character, Donnie, has a heart attack. And dies. And Dumb and Dumber also. And dies. Huh. I oh, yeah. Well, my favorite heart-related thing is in uh, season 14 of Grey's Anatomy when Dr. Bailey gets a heart attack. <laughs> Did I make that up? I don't know. I'm not going to fact check it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so moving on to the other deadly killer of humanity is war. Man-made, baby. <laughs> uh, I looked up, this is all from Wikipedia, so I'm going to go from number five to number one of the top five wars that we are, we believe, or top five military type conflicts where we believe the most people have perished. I want you to, before we continue, I want you to read that like it's a BuzzFeed video. <laughs> I've never watched a BuzzFeed video. Okay, so I've read the, no. the top five wars to kill humanity. The top five wars that kill humanity are... <laughs> number five. <laughs> number five. World War One, 1914 to 1918. Killed about 17 million people throughout Europe. Those European aristocrats had it coming. But the, made a sick band out of it. I'll give it that. France Ferdinand. Number four. <laughs> European colonization of the Americas, 1492 to 1691. Hell yeah, America! Estimated 8.4 to 100 million people died. Wow, that's a, that's a well, really big range. Yeah, so I looked into that more, and the unknown true number, because the lack of statistics kept by the natives... Because they all died. Well, no, they didn't, but prior to that, they didn't keep uh, birth record statistics. Like, the Europeans were, like, on it. And they kept record of everything. <laughs> Thanks, Hillary. So did the people in China. So, but they wrote everything down, but when they came here, they didn't have the same type of statistics that, that they did in Europe. The Catholic Church, it just still does everything on paper. Gross! Well, I'm just saying. They, like, keep <laughs> records of everything. They're killing the trees! So, um... That's not most the of those people <laughs> did die from disease. But there were other wars and battles fought. We should have counted how many blankets we handed out. I can't stress this enough. Whoa. Uh, I mean, that was a terrible thing that they did. I, I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, number three, the Mongol conquest, 1206 to 1368 throughout Eurasia. Killed estimated 30 to 40 million people. And I will say this has the least amount of pop culture things related to it for such something that's just been so big. Mm. I mean, I guess Mulan? 
That was the Huns. It wasn't the Mongols? It was not. There's not a lot of movies, books, or shows based off of this period of time. I mean, Kangaskhan doesn't have enough things about him. I can, mean, can I who, say... Who int- would uh, want to make that? Matt Damon. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he, made, he made the Great Wall of China movie. Oh, yeah. Again, but that was... it was the Huns. I mean, that was Mulan. I'm talking about Matt Damon. Number two. <laughs> Number two. The Three Kingdoms period between 184 and 280 in China. 36 to 40 million people. Um, so I had no idea what this was. So I'm going to read you the blurb from Wikipedia. Academically, the period of the Three Kingdoms refers to the period between the foundation of the state of Wei in 220 and the conquest of the state of Wu by the Jin Dynasty in 280. The earlier unofficial part of the period from 184 to 220 was marked by chaotic infighting between the warlords in various parts of China. And number one, World War II, 1939 to 1945. That was a global conflict. Between 56 to 85 million people died in the deadliest war in human history. I was talking about this when we were prepping the show earlier. Is Over Christmas break, I watched a documentary about... This British documentary, I have to be specific, <clears throat> about World War Two, And, like, it was the first time that, like, all the numbers of, like, the deaths and stuff were, like, actually resonated with me. And it's just, like, baffling. Like, it's insane so this is relevant um super bowl when super bowl was in new jersey mm-hmm. a couple years ago and i was at super bowl boulevard in new york and there was uh, over a million people there so i went to one of one of the buildings where i was up um like a story or two up so you got to see out the window and you saw the million people your eyes can't register that there's a million people Mm -hmm. at some point it's just like a blur like you can't fathom like it's so hard to comprehend that amount that you just can't you just can't see it so now this is 85 times that yeah i also it has something to do with that also with like if people like say numbers like at a certain number people just like stop registering it like i think it's around like 30 400 where people just like will be like oh yeah that's a lot for the like 3400 and like 34,000 and 340,000 is like there are three different numbers but like we just go oh yeah that's a lot but it's like yeah (laughs) and this range too 56 to 85 is yeah like a mass the population bigger than some country most countries Mm -hmm. um world war ii also probably has the most things about pop culture that stem from it. Oh, yeah. I mean, several lines of video games. Uh, Medal of Honor. Call, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Uh, Battlefield came from it, as well as ones that we're not naming. Axis and Allies, the board game. Oh, my God, um, yeah. Memoir 44. A bunch of stuff. like And movies. Pearl Harbor, Saving Private Ryan, uh, Patton. There's... You, uh, midway midway oh like in the <laughs> 50s like they would just pop out war movies like all the time there was ones about a lot of stuff in the pacific um i mean like the pacific the pacific band, the of, pacific Brothers, band. band of brothers which is a fucking oh, band of brothers, yeah. TV show. it is it's really really good 
David Schwimmer plays something sim- serious that's not Ross. He's in for like do you, two episodes. Do you, do you consider Ross a serious role? No, I'm just saying he plays something serious. <laughs> but a lot of like things also stem from this too. Um, like Godzilla was created as a result of things that happened in the war. SpongeBob. See SpongeBob, like Wolfenstein games, stuff like that, like stuff offshoot from World War Two. World War Two also gave us the nuclear age, which spawned things like the Fallout games. Mm-hmm. And Chernobyl, the TV Chernobyl, show. Chernobyl, <laughs> the the movie that kind of freaked everybody out in 1983. The day, day after. Day after. Um, yeah. They need to remake that movie. Yeah, they do. I watched it. I watched it not too long ago. I mean, the effects and stuff. For 1983, I guess, were really cool. And it was a TV movie, by the way. Yeah, but it really freaked people out. Yeah! I remember my mom still telling me, like, they thought, like, <laughs> the next day, people in the school, people were, like, really disturbed. Like, you mean the day after? Yeah. They're like, this, this <clears throat> could happen. Yeah! It all ties in. And it is still relevant to this day. <laughs> it is, very much so. But that, World War II gave us all of those things, and... and I can't, I'm not even going to get into the books and count, like James Bond was an offshoot of World War II because um, it was originally, the author was a spy in the British, for the, for the British. Tell, the, tell that stat that you told Ron and I about so, Russians. There was a YouTube video that I watched and I cannot give credit right now off the top of my head to who made it. I will look in my history and try to find it and post it in the show notes, but um, it was a statistic about Russia's current in 2020 declining birth rate and what and why. So like emigration is, is one thing. Um, but in, I believe the year was 1923. If you were a male born in 1923, you had an 80 some 86% chance, something like that. My numbers are off. But it was high of di- of dying in the Second World War, so eighty six out of a hundred males died, and as a result, the birth rates afterwards plummeted, and the people that were alive couldn't make up for the people that died that would have had kids, and that's something that passed on from generation to generation. So we're still seeing that to this day, that the declining of the birth rate because of all the people that died in the war is a reason why. The population of Russia is shrinking because there just wasn't the people that would have lived would have had more babies. Russia would have had population. I think right now they're 130 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. But they would have been double that, triple that. Yeah. But then, because what, what? How many people died? 20 million people or more? At, I mean, at least at least 20 million from people? Russia. I think like Russia, Russian casualties made up for like almost half of the total casualties in World War Two. So if you think that, about that's like that's insane to think about. Yeah. All those people having kids, then that doubles, and then they then everybody has what two kids, three kids, and then those kids have kids, and so on. The population today would be definitely more than the United States, but that one the one event changed the course of that whole country, and that's something I think they're still gonna have to live with and deal with. For I don't I don't know maybe another hundred years, a long time. Yeah, uh, it's it's <laughs> I don't even know if they could. I mean, eventually they recover, but and 
go back to the population numbers that they were, but it's just a- astounding statistic. So, um, big if true. Yeah, World War One just had a movie that might win Best Picture. It did it, it, did it the Golden Globes. Phenomenal. Uh, nineteen seventeen. What a great film! It was the great. best movie of the decade. I, s- I saw it. <laughs> I saw it again the other day. Um, it was it's really really good. Just go watch it. Do yourself a favor. But World War One movies don't really get much love. There's not really that many out there. Hey, what Wonder Apparently, Woman was a technically a World War One movie. You're right. Wonder yeah. Woman was a World War One movie. So and a good one at that. A lot of World War Two <laughs> movies were made because of um the greatest generation coming home and you know like the because of the 50s like united states were the was the only like country involved in the war that wasn't like directly like like it wasn't bombed outside of like pearl harbor and a couple of like balloon bombs that fell in san francisco like our country was intact so instead of like actually understanding the harsh cruelties of war the United States kind of glorified it, so that's why we have all of these movie, all of the movies that came out in the fifties that were broadcast, like showing off like how good the American spirit and all of that were. And it kind of started to turn about the harsh reality of war during like the last Vietnam, y- yeah, especially Vietnam. So that's why our country is so. That's why I think our country is still very pro military, is because we haven't had like a conflict on our soil since the civil war essentially pop culture yeah sorry i mean <laughs> sorry to bring no, it down well, that, that does feed into the pop culture yeah because that's where you get movies yeah like technically yeah american sniper um all, i mean you know, there's a war movie of the year every year there's another war movie at, at least. some point yeah. yeah people go and see it and it's it definitely influences pop culture to this day games books Shows, other than Mash, there really isn't a really good war show that's not like Band of Brothers specific, but that's like a limited series. I'm talking like a, a, a every season. Yeah, there's a new one. Like there's not Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, but those yeah, were, like, both of those were around the '70s. Yeah, right. There's not. There's nothing like today, television wise. Books, you still get a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think games is where really where it's at in movies. Games isn't board games, video games is always about yeah. about World War Two. Hmm. But so, no, it definitely was pop culture for sure. Favorite war movie? So I outside of Saving Private Ryan, which is an amazing war movie, I one of the first war movies I ever saw, and I it still resonates with me a lot. It's hmm. it was this A and E television movie called it's either The Lost or Last Battalion. Where it was, it was in World War One, so it was trench warfare, and they tried to uh, surround the German army and have and capture them. But what ended up happening is they were surrounded, and it was them just a couple days of them being like I pushed saw in. This. Yeah, it came out like when we were when I was like nine or ten but i remember watching it and i was just being like holy shit i saw this and i remember like what was going on and i I, by then i saw saving private ryan and i did not know much about world war one because of films weren't Mm -hmm. showing it as much 
I do remember that. I but why? But I remember, I remember in name. high school being so into like World War Two and like I almost became like a history teacher based off of like reading like World War Two books and Band of Brothers and the Pacific. Like that stuff was coming out when I was in Pacific came out when I was in high school. And I remember like we would watch an episode and then the Monday after we'd do in my gym class it'd be like me and a couple kids and we'd be like, Oh, it was so cool <laughs> And now like thinking about it now is like, Oh my god, we're terrible people. They like it's weird. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Ron, do you have a favorite? Okay, so my favorite war play, like, you know, play or musical, is War Horse. Mm. Like that, war Horse is really good. And my least favorite war movie, does, not specifically about World War II, Battle of but uh, no, uh, Matt, do you remember the the day that we sat down and for whatever reason decided to watch Delta Farce? No. Sorry. Okay. Hold on. There this happened years and years ago. I don't know why, but we sat down and we were watching the first few minutes of the Bill Angval, Larry the Cable Guy, and DJ Qualls movie Delta Farce. And I think we got ten minutes into it. And it's literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and we turned it off. Oh, yeah, Delta yeah, 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 yeah. Farce. I, yeah, the name was weird. Now I remember yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was, was a bad movie. <laughs> horrific. Anyway, I don't think I can decide whether I like, as my favorite war movie, Schindler's List or Inglorious Bastards more. Because mm. they, they tell two different sides, two way different sides <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Yeah, but, that's opposite um, sides of the spectrum there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, both of them are obviously very great uh, in their own way, and both very mem- memorable. And one you can actually like not think about like the existentialist part of your life for you know several days after seeing it, and yeah, so yeah, and glorious bastards really sticks with you. For yeah, a couple of days. <laughs> Uh, my so oh my favorite oh it's definitely star wars i want to change my answer can i also say my least favorite serious war movie dunkirk i did not like that movie that movie was so bad it was so boring i'm sorry go ahead mike i really like dunkirk i did too darkest hour if you watch that right after it kind of leads into it it's they're totally unintentional but it it does wait what movie the Darkest Hour. Oh, okay. About Churchill. My favorite would probably be... I mean, I'm talking about, like, human Earth Wars. Like, so Star Wars wouldn't count. But um, but I guess it is technically a <laughs> war. But, uh, oh, Glory's up there, too. Um, human Earth Wars. Also a good movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's yeah, either it Glorious Bastards or The Patriot. Ooh, The Patriot. Mm. But the yeah, best... Is war movie i've ever seen but it's challenging to watch often like because you have to commit would probably be downfall it's the german movie about hitler's last days and that's where (laughs) that's the meme came from. that's where the meme came from where he's like oh okay the youtube hall of fame clip it's a (laughs) it's a really really good movie it's a, it's in German, so it's all subtitles, and it's about three hours long. It's really long, so you really have to dedicate it. But it shows you just how crazy he was, 
and mm-hmm. how those around them were just like, especially at the end, were like, like Ava Braun was just like, oh, let's throw a party, and everybody's just like, why? We're about to lose and die, and everybody's dying <laughs> out there, and you want to throw a party, but like you kind of have to do it, and it's just just shows how he's going crazy. It's a really, really, really well done movie. It's just again, it's a commitment, but. Yeah, I think my actually go-to would be, I, I really like Inglorious Bastards, but that's more of like a, a comedy war movie, but um, I think it'd be The Patriot from Mel Gibson. I speak, the, he speaks the third most Italian. Sir, I don't speak any Italian. That's why I said you speak the third most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, many people died. <clears throat> Cousin we in the Nazi killing business. <laughs> business is a booming. <laughs> Uh, so I bet you, oh, damn it. Oh my God. I completely forgot about the line where Brad Pitt is like, you're going to take off that Nazi symbol, aren't you? I'm going to give you something you can't take off. Bonjourno. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> oh my God. That's the film where freaking, uh, Christoph Waltz drinks the milk and he's like, your daughters are pretty hot. And then the farmer is like, Thanks. Christoph Waltz is fantastic in that movie. Yes. Um, did he win? Is best... it Oscar? Yes. Did he win the Oscar? Yeah, best supporting actor, I believe. Monsieur Lapidite. Lapidite. He, because he went on to do a couple things. The Green Hornet. Uh, well, he did win Best Supporting Actor for Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained. Django! Django. Um, <laughs> wow, great, great actor. Ron, you have the other big cause of human casualties in <laughs> existence, and that's natural disasters. Oh, boy. It's getting better by the moment. Can I say, whilst researching this, two things... Three things really caught my eye. One, according to Wikipedia, of the top six deadliest natural disasters of all time, six of them have occurred in China. The top three all going to China. Number one, I frankly have never heard of, maybe I'm just an idiot, the 1931 China floods, which killed, like, Approximately between 1 million and 4 million people. So, yeah, that kind of stuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that kind of stuck out. Yeah. And then the other thing that stuck out to me is I can't really find, at least in the top 10, any movies made about these. Like, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of media made about them. Like, there's books and there's all kind of stuff, but there's no movies or television series just kind of like recounting the tale so that's why i'm gonna <laughs> wait i'm gonna cop the out day after tomorrow didn't happen don't you don't you put that evil on me ricky bobby <laughs> wait san andreas was... didn't happen with the rock <laughs> um can i count chernobyl i mean technically it's i consider it a kind of man-made kind of natural because the effects of Chernobyl are still being felt today. And plus, that television show was just great. Uh, Fukushima, you can say, 
we don't even know the effects of that one. Yeah. Well, Not it's sure. Chernobyl then. Um, my favorite movie or medium about natural disaster. I really liked the movie 2012. I it was actually like big dumb fun, not to be like anything good or serious. <laughs> the Earth is breaking up. God damn, is it fun? Um, but uh, I liked Volcano a lot from 1997 with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I know it technically wasn't a de- disaster movie, but Joe versus the volcano was pretty good. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, Tom Hanks finds out that he has a terminal disease, and then right. I, if I'm remembering, um. No, not exactly that, but if I'm remembering it correctly, like, you know, goes out with Meg Ryan and then they kind of like go off to this distant land and then he just die, decides to off himself before it can take him. And he wow. jumps into a volcano. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Apparently it's a great, uh, I, it, it was a good movie. It sounds like it. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan aren't actually married, right? No. Because they've, uh, like, they've done, like, 50 movies together. Tom Hanks is married to Rita Wilson? Okay, hold on. I need to I need to intern some Tom Hanks. Okay, yes. Tom Hanks is married to Rita Wilson. Speaking of Tom Hanks, the other good disaster movie is Armageddon. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is It is Tom Hanks and, and Meg Ryan, yeah. And Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Yeah, Ron, how come you didn't bring um, the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs? Bring that one up. Um, that was a big natural disaster. <laughs> or that one disaster a billion years ago that wiped out 90% of the species on Earth. The Ice Age? No, there was the... Um, oh, man, that, that's it was the, um Did so. someone turn the hot tub water on too high and that killed a lot of people? <laughs> and Permian Extinction. Wiped out 90% of all life on Earth. There's no... This was, what, 251.9 million years ago. 96% of the planet's marine species and 70% of the terrestrial species just died. In the all Permian, right. At the end of the Permian period, there's no geological evidence of species starting to die out. Um, from- they just died? From 30,000 years leading up to the mass extinction, yeah, they just died in... Aliens. There's no signs of any big swings in ocean temperature or dramatic fluxes of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. They just died. Aliens. This is from the Daily Mail. Uh, it's the Daily Mail, so I don't know how much I trust that. But okay. Yeah, then nobody... Nobody knows what happened. Cool. Every other mass Scary. extinction, they could figure out kind of what happened. But this one, they're just like, yep. Yeah, aliens. We don't really know. <laughs> I mean, it's Is it possible. Is aliens? It's, it's aliens. <laughs> it's possible that aliens did it. But it was Megatron when he landed on <laughs> when he landed on Earth before he hit in Antarctica. <laughs> that would be Megatron are, are right we... here. Are yeah. we counting? <laughs> Sam Witwicky hasn't found his grandfather's glasses yet. Um, oh God! <laughs> we need to tell Chicago. Jesus Are we counting Transformers as a disaster movie? <laughs> it's a natural disaster. Well, the movie itself is a disaster. Is it? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs>
All life on Earth today is descended from roughly 10% of animals, plants, and microbes that survived this mass extinction. Cool. Sweet. I like to think I'm related to an anglerfish. <laughs> it's probably because of the big, like, antenna that's off of my forehead. <laughs> um, I don't know many books and um, other mediums about mediums about natural disaster. I think movies really... It's not as sexy as war. Covered it. Uh, yeah, I know. There was supposed to be a TV show called 2013, which was supposed to be a sequel to 2012. But that never took <laughs> off. Um, but, uh, Hollywood sometimes is a fascinating place. Other type... I guess this isn't really a disaster movie, but it could be. Um, the one that I think I, I have the most fun with is The Rap. <laughs> I'm assuming it's This Is The End, right? Or Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what I called it. That, yeah. that was like one of the better ones. But then you get to the serious like, Nicolas Cage movies that mm. he tried to do. Well, The Leftovers is supposedly really good. The oh, yeah. Show? Yeah. That's about The Rapture? Mm-hmm. It's the people left over. I think it's um. It's called? not it's like about. 10... It's not about food in your fridge the next day. <laughs> no, I the leftovers. Um, so that about wraps it up for our. Wait, what? how can we mention rapture level movies without invoking such movies as the Avengers: Infinity War and oh, the right. Avengers: Endgame? Oh my god, that is technically a rapture-like effect. Wow, uh-huh. you're right. Those are the best are rapture welcome. movies. <laughs> Good one, Ron. But, you come but do push. either of them feature the Backstreet Boys? I don't think so. No. See, Ron, you come and clutch sometime. Please, call me Ron. So, um, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this one up? Yes, I'm going to lighten the mood here, gentlemen and ladies. Ooh. So, we've been talking about a lot of, you know, like, really sad and depressing stuff, like war and disease and the Backstreet Boys. But mm. I want to get into something a little more lighthearted. Um, okay. You guys know about Florida Man, right? Florida Man? He's yeah, I'm He's probably the biggest supervillain in, in the world right now right so i hear people talk about it and i I know the the term but i actually don't know what it is so florida man is this general term that has started becoming a meme about in like 2017 and it's about like headlines in like newspapers and web articles that just describe this florida man and he does crazy ass shit such as Florida man arrested for assaulting girlfriend with fried chicken. Or, Florida man admits killing goat and drinking blood for pagan sacrifice would still like to be senator. So, a lot of people are wondering why, like, this crazy shit is happening in Florida. And I kind of did a little research behind this. So, the reason why all of these, like, Florida man stories are coming out is because Florida has kind of looser restrictions on keeping public documents um, restricted. And a lot of these public documents are like police reports. 
And because of Florida sunshine laws, um, with sunshine laws, every state has these requirements to make public events public. So, like, in New Jersey, like, if we're having a town hall meeting, it is required by the state of New Jersey to make sure that it is known to the public that, you know, there's a town hall meeting and you could go. Florida's sunshine laws also refers to their police reports. So that is public information. So a lot of reporters can go throughout police reports of the night before and realize like, holy shit, there's this guy in Florida who manages to misspell school on a warning sign. And so like, that's why like all, like I'm sure there's a lot of this crazy shit that's going on, like in every state that we live in. But, like, the fact that Florida can allow, like, Florida man arrested for driving stolen vehicle while monkey clings to his chest. Like, <laughs> that, it, it's pretty bizarre. So, like, it kind of makes Florida a wild west. And, like, Florida man is notorious. It, it became a villain in an episode of Atlanta. Like, it was the first episode of season two where they brought up Florida man as this crazy motherfucker who you don't fuck with. And also while doing research about Florida, man, I came across this little game where if you type in Florida, man, and your birthday, it will give you a bunch of headlines that kind of... Yes, yes. That almost like reflect on your personality a little bit. So that's why I asked for both of your birthdays is so I can do this little (laughs) game for all three of us. And it comes full circle. So I'll give you mine first, and then I'll go, and I'll give you guys both. So the top comment for mine was, Florida man was arrested after praising the Lord while highway surfing his Cadillac. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Wait, this was on the day of your birth, or on... It was published on the day of my birth. Not, Not my exact birthday, but like... The day of... The month and a day, not the year? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It came out in... This article came out in 2019. I was not born in 2019. I came out of a test tube much earlier than that. The (laughs) seven-year-old said he'd rather go to jail than go back home to supposedly demanding wife. Supposedly demanding wife. (laughs) All right, so Ron, your top response was... Florida man accused of having sex with frozen toy at Target. And by the look of the picture of the mugshot, yeah, that dude definitely looks like he's fucked all off. <laughs> to be fair, wouldn't you? Yeah. And that, then that baby's got curves on him, yeah. <laughs> and Mike, your birthday, Florida man claims he killed dis- roommate, dismembered roommate because he was possibly quote next mass killer oh, end shit. quote cops say. So yeah, wow, like he looks like uh he looks like um every guy you see at Walmart. No, uh <laughs> um the he does the insurance commercials. Dum 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 dum. JK Simmons? Yes. No. Yeah, well, okay. He looks like JK Simmons if he dropped out of high school and oh, this like, is definitely his like is wearing camo for the rest of his life. This is definitely his cousin. <laughs> KJ Simmons. Yeah. They're related. Like look at their <laughs> eyes. It's the same. JK, future friend of the show. But yeah, so uh, here's a little fun stuff. I've <laughs> I've read things where like the thing was like Florida man attempts to murder neighbor with spear, 
And just, like, you just find crazy shit like that. So, like, Florida Man is definitely, like, he's this crazy man that you just don't expect because he has every tool and every weapon in his arsenal. Because every, I'm sure everyone in Miami is, or not in Miami, I'm sure everyone in the state of Florida <laughs> smoking bath salts and just chucking whatever they could find at their neighbors. <laughs> Didn't the bath salts incident happen in Florida, too? Yeah. The dude, yeah, because... The closest we got to a zombie outbreak? Yeah, because the dude just smoked <laughs> bath salts. And just ate the man? Yeah. A trip that I never want to go on. But yeah. Florida man. Okay. Thank you. Thank was, you. That was a fun one. Thank you. I was, that I, segment was I knew a disaster. That, I knew that uh, this was going to be a pretty down episode, so I kind of wanted to end it on a lighter <laughs> note. And on that note... Let us know your favorite uh, disaster, war, disease movie, Florida Man story. Florida Man headline. Yeah, that would be great. On the Twitter, at PopCultureFed. Um, I'm Mikey. I'm Matt. And according to law, I'm Ron. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Mom. Bye.